Let's yeah. unpack that. What are you really saying here? What, I, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm really saying is basically it is 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 literally understanding your partner because sometimes we want certain things from our queens and yet we don't know how to reciprocate. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm saying in a nonchalant way is basically is learn how to reciprocate. You want and you desire as she wants and desire. Learn to work with each other to make that happen. And the big thing that I want to put out there is also, okay, just like Terrell said, we are not trying to knock any genders and things of that nature because no matter who you love, no matter who you want to be with, you can still be bad. Mm-hmm. Be good no matter who you are. Like you said, character. Okay, So it doesn't matter what sex you are and what sex you like and things of that nature. Do the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Take care of that person. All of that is what, what constitutes what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Is it good to be bad or bad to be good? You draw on that side. If you're going to be bad, be good at it. Be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Been a year of change because we got the kings. We got to go. go. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be the, the the pilot, the co-pilot, but we all kings and we all co-pilots in this thing. But welcome to Real Talk with Kings, where we dive deep into what it means to be in a man in today's world, unfiltered, unapologetic. I'm gonna be kind of your pilot with these kings here but also a participating king. So we're gonna see how this rolls. Uh definitely, and definitely. I got these influential black men with me today mm-hmm. and we all have roles in our communities in our society and we're not afraid to keep it real are we fellas no no definitely Zero. <laughs> no. and we come from different walks of life and we all share a commitment of unity mentorship redefining manhood and let me introduce myself and then let's meet the panelists terrell simmons Founder of Rise Urban Nation Podcast, a podcast about black social innovators. I'm a DEI professional, a speaker, author, and the, the most wonderful thing I've created is my daughter. So I have to proudly say I'm a girl dad. So <laughs> if you're a girl dad, please. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, uh. yeah. And then I'm going to go to my left and then we're going to come back around to the right. Is that is that okay? Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. All right, let's go. Right on. I'm Zeke Corley, uh, owner of A Different Day Networks. Uh, which uh, we have about 13 podcasts on our network. Um, Same Business, Different Day being our flagship. Uh, That one I've been hosting since um, the beginning of COVID, actually. So it's been a few years and seven seasons and and a great time uh, talking to some uh, powerful entrepreneurs, including some of these panelists today, uh, about how they got to where they are. Also, uh, the owner of yourinsuranceplace.com, uh, property casualty insurance brokers since 1977. Uh, yeah, I could pretend I wasn't born yet, but my dad obviously started that family business. Mm. And so uh, that that's who I am. Uh, that's what I do. But um, first and foremost, uh, like you just closed out with yourself, I'm a father. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I am not a father, but I am a child of God like the rest of these gentlemen, <laughs> first and foremost. My name is Brad Pipkin. Um, I occupy the space of a financial advisor, planning, um, financial education in general, uh, entrepreneur slash entrepreneur. 
and um, run a business with my my lovely wife um, as well. So I am I am married. How many married man married men around here? Uh, man, a lot. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yep, de- yep. De- definitely. And uh, our business is elevate. You know, it's just one way up. It's one way in life, and uh, that's what we're all looking to do is is rise above the occasion, right? So, yeah, man. Congrats. Yeah, Thank I you. like that one. You still a child, God. I like that one. There you go. Yeah, man. A, hello, family. That's me. My <laughs> name is Andre Hobbs. I am going back a little bit. Uh, prior military, uh, the Midway actually was my first ship, and here it is now, your museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a diplomat in Australia, Secret Service under Clinton, appointed by the first African American ambassador, Honorable Ed Perkins, uh, on his staff. And then, um, Left the service, came in, ran a marketing firm for four years, and been doing real estate for the last 19 years. I'm also an investor, and I share a business also with my wife, who's a mortgage broker. I sell real estate with Coldwell Banker. I'm in the top 5% internationally, and um, yeah, I just love what I do. So as a military guy, I actually love the awareness because a lot of us go through life with the lack of, and so I like to bring it to light. Mm-hmm. I'm also the military host of a TV show for the last six years called The Neighborhood San Diego, where I speak on those topics, which gets about 13 million viewers a week. Mm. So other than that, yours truly, I'm a father of three girls. Pray for them. <laughs> <laughs> we pray. We know about it. We pray. Hey, amazing people. I don't know how I'm going to follow that up, but I'm going to do my best. My name is Chetty Matthews, the one, the original. I'd like to say the one and only, but i got a son named Chetty, too. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm the original, and he's the remix and the upgrade. Yes. So I am a father of two. Kenyu is my baby. Chetty is my son. And I'm a speaker, teacher, and coach. One of the things I do is help people go from good to great. Mm-hmm. Or if you're already great, go to great to amazing. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways I do that is because I firmly believe that the quality of your life is a direct result of the quality of your thoughts. So Mm. as a speaker and a coach, one of the things I do, especially for leaders, is help them to enable, find that part of them, find that inner thing that makes them get to their greatness, that authentic, confident, and effective part of them. So that's what I do, helping people to elevate and get to that level they want to go. Also a veteran. Er, I know we've got some veterans on the panel. Yeah, man. Big up, big up. And my son is now holding that torch because I'm too retired for that stuff. But, he's <laughs> <laughs> but that's me. Chetty Speaks is my website, chetty.matthews, chettymatthews.com. Find me. Let's connect. Let's see how I can help you out. Yes. All right, all right. I'm just so proud to be here with you guys. <laughs> Love, there you this, go, Doc. This is just, just amazing. I'm Thomas Howard, a.k.a. DJ Doc, and I am owner of Rock Enterprises with my lovely wife, Lori Jefferson. I'm going to shout her out. I don't want to get in trouble. (laughs) And I'm the owner of uh, Thomas Howard Enterprises. And here in San Diego, what I do is I'm a speaker, international mentor. I'm an author, host, podcaster, DJ, and entrepreneur, and retired veteran. Yes. And our whole idea is to create a culture of caring, and it's the culture of humanity. Mm. All right. We want to make sure that all the cultures of humanity are doing what they can to thrive and, and survive. Thanks. Yes. Look at y'all, 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 y'all throwing in all these deep quotes already. Like, man, we just at the beginning. We just at the beginning. Like, shoot, let's, let's do the intro. Now, I know y'all wondering, like, all right, well, how, how did this, I, I want to take y'all to a journey because this has been a journey for us getting here. Mm. And I want to kick things by talking about how we met. Um, I, I like to say that this king brought us all. Is, is, is it, yeah. was there a Architect. connection before? No, we, how did we first meet. Yeah. We knew each other. You do a networking event. Right. Man's group. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Boom. That was that. And then my wife actually introduced me to Terrell. Uh Uh-huh. 
Zeke and I, we met at a dinner. Yeah. Um, oh, whose birthday was that? Mo's. Mo's. Yeah, yeah. It was a birthday party that, that we met at. He said he, it was a joke. I already knew I liked this guy. What'd you say? He was like looking like, uh, who do you say? Man. Oh, Andre. Andre. <laughs> <laughs> he, did it real, he did it real slick, though, which was funny. I was like, I like this dude. We, we sat together the whole night yeah. and um, just met this brother right here, yeah, Andre, man. right? Um, to the family. But um, yeah, we. I seen something in each one of these individuals. Not only were they doing big things, but they actually cared about people. You know, we're all in the business of people. We're all the people of service. And uh, it just made sense. And, uh, you know, everybody's going through a situation. And uh, I, I threw, I, I ended up throwing an event mm-hmm. called uh, Faces of Masculinity. Yeah, man's march faces of masculinity. First, first got to really know what y'all was about. Yeah, right. yeah. right. Yep. I remember that vividly because we was all sharing it. And I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, Jay. and you know what? I'm gonna say another yeah, thing. Just, and then, yeah, and then yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna add another thing too. And, and then, then, then Zeke get on there like, you know, I'm gonna double down and I'm gonna tell y'all a little something, something. Yeah, 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 man, yeah, we had a great time, man. I was, yeah. I, I can't. I mean, the brainchild, the way you put that together, Brad. I mean, I'm still envious to that to this day, man. You put the right people in the right place, and you know, you gave us a little bit of an audience, and we had a blast, man. We had a blast that night. We got to. To uh, dress up and fess up, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah we and everybody was and, and sharp, man. So I'm just yeah. to be amongst these brothers, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, and you're in, you're a, a you're big in. thing that that came from that, and I think I told you about a year ago. There were some people that reached out, some guys from up in the Bay Area, and they were like, "Man, we saw bits and pieces of this online. Are you guys going to be bringing this up to the Bay Area?" It's coming. You know, that's heavy. And yeah. and we had been talking about it and working things through and getting to a point where we can actually see about doing that. Yeah. Mm. You know? Yeah. Nah. So. Yeah, I didn't even get to ask you what what made you put that together in the first place. Because yeah. I just think everyone's story just needed to be heard. I didn't mm-hmm. see enough enough things like that going on around the San Diego area. And, uh, you know, I go to a lot of events, but it just wasn't an event like that, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to actually bring that. And this wasn't this even a thing of, of of color. It was just man in general, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Man. Like, really, pain has no color, you know. Um, we just wanted to, yeah, just get individuals that were, you know. And I think the thing I love about it, it was, it was, it brought us all together. Yeah. Um, and speaking of bringing together, like, we, it, now we're here together this day, yeah. and, yeah, I didn't get to see the feast early. We had a feast because it was oh, like, oh, yeah, we, yeah. We, it's Thanksgiving, Delicious. right? I'm thankful for my brothers. And we said, what a better way to start kicking off conversations with the Kings by really talking about the coming together. It's about unity. So each of us came here from breaking bread with each other. And now we had meals together. Um, yes. When who wanted to talk us, start us off by talking a little bit about how we turned what we started in this brotherhood to start to build what we're building right now. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can, can you tell me in school? Can you tell me in school? You see, you see that, right? That's what students do. So, yeah, that's yeah. what was my first response. I got something. Raise your hand, right? Mm. But, you know, two things come to mind. And it would be, for me, it would be serendipity and synergy. Uh-huh. Fortunate mm. mistake. Like, how we came together just happened. Because mm. it wasn't supposed to be a, it wasn't supposed to be all brothers on the panel. Mm. It just happened. That just yeah. happened to be what it was. Sure, hey, Ch- Chetty, I'm Stop. so sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry. Listen, listen. Okay. No, but I said something at the end. I was like, that's what I really meant to say. I remember that vividly. So I was like, I didn't even mean to have these brothers up here like that. I didn't mean it. There's no disrespect. It just ended up being an all black panel. So <laughs> it was beautiful though. Because it was, it was, it just happened that way. It flowed. Yeah. But beyond that, 
So well, you talked about it. The synergy was insane. Mm. You probably just saw it just now where mm. one person will say something. Oh, hello, seed. Yeah. Hello, bud. Yeah. Hello, branch. Hello, tree. Hello, forest. And it just grows and expands. Mm. Nobody was trying to one-up anybody. No, man. That was the beautiful thing. Everyone mm. was augmenting what somebody was saying with their perspective to make something that was really good even better. Mm. That's it. That you don't see everywhere, but that was power. And I think the people who were watching us could feel that power. I, I love that those was two words you just put together. Mm. A fortunate mistake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can you understand how powerful that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I got chills. Yeah. I tell you, when I got chills, man, I'm telling the truth. If I ain't got no chills, I might be lying, so I'm going to let you know. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, to go back to your question, yeah, with us coming together like this, it's something that we knew we need to do. Mm. Yes. We knew we needed to do it. It's been a minute since we had seen each other, but then when we got to talking about what we feel this could be for all men. Yeah. You know, we all talked about the fact that we've seen different things happening in society mm -hmm. in regards to being a man, mm -hmm. what it takes to be a man, how men should behave. Mm -hmm. And we want to talk about that. Yeah. You know, we, our we, journey's different. Yeah. yeah. And we've talked about the fact that everyone's from a different generation. Y'all know I'm the young generation. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, from, from different generations, but it's all leading to the same because. What I see are beautiful black men that are doing something positive Facts. for others. Facts. Mm -hmm. Facts. Talking with each of you, it's never been about, well, I'm doing this because this is what I want. Mm -hmm. I always hear you guys saying, well, I was trying to do this and helping that person and so forth. So right. this was meant to happen. Yeah. 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 That, that's that's, that's so powerful because, um, you know, I remember talking to somebody even after the show where there was like, man, just seeing like, you know, five brothers on stage together was just powerful. Just the visualization, because you don't yeah. see that as much. And the and we weren't, you know, all of us at this table. It is it, just it's not just about us eating and drinking and having a good time. Mm. It, this is a for real thing. We share yeah. with each other. We yeah. we grow together. We try to get understanding together. And you know how we help each other is just so unique. Um, it's more than just sharing meals to help each other learn and grow. It, it's beyond that. And I know we all got stories on how we do that. You I'm know like, what? I, I, I love the way you're saying that. I'm sorry. Mm. No, man. No, no, um, the, um, you know, it's that concept of king, right? Mm. And so you get that a lot where people are asking, you know, hey, how is there more than one king? Or why would you call yourself king? You know, and, and I sit here envious of you brothers and the things that you do. Mm -hmm. I sit here and I say, man, look who's making the urban nation rise. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Look who just told me the other day he got a retreat that he's doing for a billionaire to make. He got a retreat mm -hmm. going on for the business. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Doc's like, I'm about to go DJ over here. Let's hurry up and have this meeting. I got things to do. We got, I got to speak here. Yep. My wife's out there killing him. Chetty just drove back this morning from Flew. Vegas. Flew yeah, back from he's Vegas. Back, but he's here. Yeah. That's how you but know. But he's here. Yeah. He's here. Yeah. And then you heard what the, the top 5% when we talk about Andre. Cool. I mean, yeah. international. This ain't this yeah. isn't a conversation amongst envious leaders. No man. Mm. This is kings yes. at the round table. Yes. As I was saying earlier, I'm sorry, is nothing happens by coincidence. Right. Nope. It's all by design. Yep. Mm -hmm. Infinite design. Design you can't even fathom. Because I got the call. No, I got the visit to be here. Yes. But, he decided, hey, I'm coming over to the house at your home. 
uh, yeah, come on over. Mm-hmm. We sat and had a cigar, mm-hmm. and this is how I ended up with you, your king. Yeah. Sweet. And I remember he 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 messaged us, and then he's like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, you mind if we like?" And then, yeah. what, what was your response? Tell him what your response was. It was perfect. I loved it. Only a king knows who needs to be invited to the table. Mm. And if you say mm. that he needs to be invited, then he's each. And, and you know what I love when you said envious? And I want to make sure people understand this because most of the times when they think of the term envious, it's it comes with a connotation of something mean, mm. hateful, mm-hmm. and so forth. Yeah. Mm. When yeah. we talk about envious, when he's talking about envious, he's talking about the fact that he is going to be lifted mm. by what mm. we are doing. We see mm-hmm everything each other is doing and we want to get to that level but the big thing is we know these six of us sitting here know it can't be done by yourself yeah Mm. and and this is the perfect segue for us to talk about the role of brotherhood and mentorship because i feel like we're all mentors to each other Mm. and when you're moving into mentorship like i i I can't remember who was on here i think one of you guys worked with coach dion and 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 the twin boys tell us why do you believe mentorship is crucial for black youth today No, was it? Oh, all right. Well, we're gonna pause. We're gonna pause. <laughs> we, 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 we can still answer that. I'm like, no, I can't answer it. Let's 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 wrap the coach Dion part. I thought. Oh no, 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 no. I know what I meant to say. We was talking about Coach Dion um, in our conversation last time, and we 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 was talking about how we loved how much Coach Dion is coaching them boys up there mm-hmm. at Colorado, right? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And we was getting excited about that in the phone call and conversation. And and I was saying, like, yo, what what he's doing there is game changing, right? Yeah. If we can, if we can emulate that in our communities and even show like how we do it amongst us, we would we would be able to elevate to a next level. Well let's mm-hmm. let's take what you just said about Dion for a second because it's because of Dion I'm watching uh, college bowl again, yeah. because my family uh, is Troy Brown of the New England yeah. Patriots, who's now wide receiver coach for the Patriots. Yeah. Okay, so my thing is that I've been watching football for years, and so what I love about what Dion has done, everything Dion has touched is has been prosperous. All right, but he no longer has to see as the captain. Yeah, what they have, L's. The L's for leader. Ooh, yeah, man, pay attention to the game, man. If you see the quarterback secure, he has an L on his chest. Yeah, he said, I don't do C's. I make sure these boys know that they're leaders. See, just changing the whole dynamic of what something says and looks and means can be empowering. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, when you talk about mentorship, we need to make sure that we are being examples. And all you guys are true examples of what it means to be a man and to to lead others because you're doing that. And Mm -hmm. people will will see it. And you know what the whole saying, lead by example. Mm. Nah. An example can be so powerful. They see you doing the right thing. You know what? I need to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's in itself mentorship. I, something I had to learn a long time ago is leading by example is I wasn't raised by my father. I was raised by my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And as you brothers know, earlier I mentioned that I lost my mom with breast cancer when I was four years old. Mm-hmm. I lost my father when I was 25. So I didn't get a chance to know my dad. However, my brother, a couple of years ago, back in 2004 or five, he says, Dre, he says, when are you going to pray for forgiveness for our dad? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? He said, because I can hear it in your voice. There's the resentment and anxiety and all this other stuff, animosity. It was then I prayed. It was 2005. I remember November. Everything lifted. 
I my business has thrived. My my I bought another business. I, I mean, everything was lifted because my dad's journey was my dad's journey. Mm-hmm. And so I was holding resentment on something I did not know. And when I released that, my journey began. And I'm so blessed to be me today mm-hmm. because I forgave him because he allowed me to be here. Mm. Despite his journey. Uh, How many people do you think on this planet Earth are confined, condemned to that animosity they hold towards someone else? Yeah, man. And when they release it, the whole trajectory of their life changes on the other side of that that apology, that release. Yes. Because you're holding on to stuff where you cannot thrive. You can't be your best self Mm. because you're holding on to something else. Exactly. And that person may not know, they may not care, they may have no awareness of it. Yes. They may have no idea how it's affecting you. And you're yes. looking for an apology, they're like, I ain't doing anything to you. Yes, no excuses, no regrets no, is how I live just, today. That, that, that is such a powerful, it is that powerful. shift. And you can almost say night and day when you have a shift like that. That's a paradigm shift. Yeah. And Hence the reason your life shifted on the other side of that. It did. It did. And when you look at it, you know, you hear the whole thing, well, I'm a man. You know, I'm going to be hard. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to mm. be mean. You don't need to be. No. That's not what it takes to be a man. It was in your journey. You know, mm-hmm. not at all. Mm-hmm. So there is the part where you can have feelings. You can think about things and care about things. You don't have to be hard to be a man. I gotta I'm going to share something else with you. Please. Yeah. My, my, my born son, who is now my daughter, mm-hmm. told me this once. And she said that. And you notice I got the pronoun right. Mm-hmm. She said that. Mm-hmm. The grass is greener. On your side of the hill. I'm like, God damn it, what the hell is she talking about now? <laughs> I'm thinking, like, she's smoking with it. She said, No, Dad. She said, You know how people wish they was on the side of the hill, the sun is shining on it? She said, Well, you are already on the other side of the hill. So the grass is greener on your side of the hill. See? Oh, that's, that's deep. Yeah, very yeah. deep. You know, this brings up a, a thing that I think of because, you know, I used to do youth programs for youth around San Diego with the mayor's office, right? And something that often came up was, you know, passing down wisdom and experiences. Like the the young generation, like feel like, oh, the OGs ain't coming here to to drop knowledge or do blah blah blah. Or I try to reach out and and so, you know, but I think knowledge could go both uh, transfer knowledge could go both ways. But I want to want to get your take on, you know, what does intergenerational mentorship look like to you fellas? I, I want to just real quick say uh, that a lot of people have a misconception that mentorship is something you got to go seek out and pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really important for the young folks to know that there are a lot of free mentors out there. There are a lot of people out there who are trying to impart wisdom and help you get to where they are. Mm. A lot of people think that everybody's trying to hold them down and they're all trying to just capitalize off of them. Mm. There are a lot of, I mean, I've been mentored for free. I might take them to lunch or something like that, but sitting down with this person. Mm-hmm. It's it's priceless, yeah. and so I, I just want people to know that you know what I'm saying you don't have to go into the Google and find a business coach every time you got a question. Right, mm-hmm. but if you need one, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and just to touch on that too, because we're in an age you know of uh, the social media where there's a lot of fake gurus, you know. And, and it's like, what am I buying into? You know, they're selling fake programs and all of this, and you're still not getting the help, you know, you need. But you got to think, when you grow up, your first mentor is your parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, those are your, your parents, and then, you know, they give us books. 
You know what I mean? If the parents give you books, you know, those those books can also be mentors for you as well. Like you say, you don't have to go out to pay for a program. Everybody is a mentor to you because you can learn something from each and every person you come in contact with. Yeah. yeah. You know, the funny thing about I'm listening to my man Brett real quick. And what made me think of is back in the day, we go to mom and dad, yeah. your uncles, you know, always had that one uncle. You know everything. Yeah. All right. Touch that. Those at the time were the elders of the family that knew, guess what? Uh, we are now the elders okay. of our family. Well, not, not, not all of us. You are. <laughs> <No. laughs> hey, but it ain't about age. It's about experience. It's about experience. It's about experience. Across the generation, we're like, um, um, I'm like little man, the OG, and, and the big homie all at once. That's a blessed position. <laughs> That's actually beautiful. When I it, it, it's powerful because yeah. of the, the number of individuals you can reach. Mm. You know, they, they, they come to you. And if they are coming to you in whatever form that you just said, it's because that's how they see you. Mm. And they see you as having some knowledge, mm. you know. So, yeah, you've got the experience. And, and just like you said, Zeke, the experience is what makes it where you can get that from a person. And, you know, talking about the, the mentoring, I internationally mentor people. The only thing I do let them know is I'm sending you a contract. And the first thing they'll say is, well, how much is that? Oh, no. This contract is saying that you're going to do your part and I'm going to do my part so that you can be mentored. It holds them accountable. Mm, you know, accountable. and I've seen once I started using a contract, they saw it as, oh, this is serious. Yeah. You know, this is serious. You don't want to waste it. No. Right. Go ahead, Terrell. Go yeah. so, now, just to go to your point, when you said that you're basically three different people to three different, you know, three different groups of people, that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing, yeah. sir. And let me explain why. Hmm. If you spend one third of your time mentoring up, mentoring someone who's looking for you, like how can I be like you? And you mentor them. That's part of that ecosystem. But then you come in a room with us. We're your peers. We mentor one another, hold each other accountable, hmm. make sure we're leveling up and doing the things we should do. And then you have people that mentor you. That's the other third. That's three different components. But when you have all three of that, that is growth and development. You're helping someone to grow. You're helping your peers to grow. And someone's helping you to grow. Mm. So you can get to the next level and you bring your peers to the next level. And you can bring the next group of people up to where you just were. That's how that chain keeps going. So, yes, you are those three people to those three people. Absolutely. And you can decide to be called old or not. Okay. back to your Leon conversation because... Of what he's doing, segueing and inspiring and aspiring these young men to be leaders mm -hmm. in their futures. Yeah, you know, I, well, as we were talking, I was thinking about the the interview <clears throat> Daisy did just recently with uh, uh, Gail. Was it Gail? Mm -hmm. And uh, um, people were talking about, would you rather take the five hundred dollar dinner with Jay Z, five hundred thousand, uh, or? Uh, what was it again? Have was lunch it? with him or something like that. Have, have lunch. lunch. Have lunch with him or $500,000. Or $500,000. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, that made me think, like, which one would y'all take? Would you go, would you, would you do the dinner? And, and he said, don't take the, the, the dinner with me. I like every, all the dollars I had already gave to you and all my music. catalogs. Yeah. So you can spend $500 getting all these videos yeah. of music. Mm. And you, now you have 400,995. You know what I mean? You right. got all that money left what, over. What, so. what did he have in that, in that song? The um, white dog. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He was like, I sold you game for $9.99. Right. <laughs> yeah, like know, in all that, his albums. Yeah. That goes back to the whole if I just give you fish, you'll eat for a day. Mm -hmm. 
But if I teach you how to fish, you'll always be able to eat. You know, it's the same thing. If I sit there and get a little bit of knowledge from him, I can make that $500,000. I can turn it into a million. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, now that dinner might be four or five hours long, mm-hmm. but I'm going to get my, my dinner's worth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get my dinner's worth, Jay-Z. I just want you to know. Hey, <laughs> hey Don, you know, you know, it's crazy about that, though, because a lot of, there's a lot of individuals who do have knowledge, but it's about applying it. You know, knowledge isn't power until it's applied, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, just, that's just huge in itself. I respect what you're saying. Yeah. My, my uh, perspective on that is depends on who you are, right? Because right. if you a real king and you're sitting down on the table with another king, then um, he's gonna bless you Mm. with some information. He Mm -hmm. wants to see you rise. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you're somebody who can't facilitate things, make things happen, Mm -hmm. then yeah, you probably are gonna be in that position where you leave that dinner like, hey, guess guess what I did today? I got dinner with this. No, because if you actually sat down with him and and really impressed yourself upon him, Mm -hmm. then what's gonna come from that is he's gonna make connections for you. Yeah. He's gonna help lift you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna be way, worth way more mm-hmm. than half a million dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In my, that's, that's my, pers- my answer to You're this. correct. Cause a lot of people, all they see is that money. Mm-hmm. Right. A, a, a lot of individuals, especially when I help people start in business and so forth, what they see is that short money. Mm-hmm. I don't want that short money. No. Nah, okay. that what short else? money is gonna come and go. What I like about what Chetty was talking about earlier is, is the teaching and the educating part of that, you know, in the words of Les Brown, you don't know Ooh, that's a powerful what name you don't right know. There. Okay. And so I believe mm-hmm. that we are one tweak away from whatever it is you want to succeed at. Nice. And by being on this panel, I can know what I know, but I don't know what you know. Mm-hmm. And that is my tweak is I'm going to pick up something a little bit for me to you guys to then go back and mastermind my Ferrari and, Turn that thing so it can run better. Mm. So thank you. That's a fact. That That actually happens in this group. This ecosystem with these men on this panel, when you got this many kings, somebody would drop something, you'd be like, yeah, thank God they're like that. Yeah. <laughs> I take notes. I take notes. I take notes. Sometimes Doc will call me. I'll pull over on the highway. I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, uh, hold, hold on. I'm opening my phone. I got I to get this down. Like, you, it's, people drop gems. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be receptive to listen to it and be willing to hear them. I'm always looking for people to hear. Okay. Just to Come hear on. their gems. What are so they we're going to pause in between this so my, we, we can fill up these <laughs> glasses <laughs> and wines. I want us to really dive into the crux of our conversation. Without advertising what we form. Okay, right, let's get cool. that black girl magic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me some of that black yeah, girl magic. We're going we to we go ahead and talk yeah, right about it. What are we drinking, guys? Black girl magic. See, oh, we, the McBride sisters. Make sure you go down to Target and support our sisters. Um, I want to get into the crux of our conversation today because this is the big crux as we as we pour some black girl magic mm-hmm. um, and it's defining manhood in today's world. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's let's start off by saying, oh sorry, Ellie, I'm no, gonna no, hold no, up no, the wine. I don't want to be rude, but <laughs> I just want to know what I just want to know what black girl magic tastes like. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I say sorry, wife. Sorry. You probably know. You probably know. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. But I was like, All right, so let's get into the core of our conversation <laughs> today. That we, we, we see what black girl magic tastes like. I want you, the fellas, to share your thoughts on what it means to be a man 
in today's world, especially when you're considering these non-traditional expressions of masculinity. And I want to start with Doc. I want mm. Doc to lead us off in this conversation. Because I know I know you and my brother Doc had a deep conversation. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know this. We don't know uh, all good. Okay, so, you know, one of the big things that, and then we're going to talk about it because I'm, I'm, I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest. You seasoned. The, uh, yes. Yeah. And you like a fine wine. You, mm. uh, <laughs> don't don't ask how I taste. <laughs> but but the biggest thing that that I've noticed and I've seen because I have daughters as well, and, and so I have imparted into them what I feel. Any man that's coming at them, to them, across them, should treat them like a queen. One of the things I've noticed is I could be walking down the sidewalk and I see the women are near the curb. I remember because I was like like Andre. I wasn't raised by my dad. I was raised by my mom, but she put things into my mind as well as my uncles as to how I'm supposed to be. She showed me how a woman should be taken care of from a woman's standpoint, but from a man's standpoint, my uncles did that. Mm. And the whole thing is I see where these young guys now aren't trying to protect the women they're with. Mm. These women are not going to stay with you if they don't feel protected. And then you get mad when they want to go. A woman is supposed to walk on the inside. I impart that whenever I'm talking to younger males and so forth, I make sure they know that. And I've heard some of the mothers talk about, we were walking down the street and it was so funny. He pulled me and pushed me in the inside. Mm. That was because he was taught that. Mm. You know, being a man means taking care and protecting your queens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And then I'll let you guys talk about some other parts of being a man. You know, my thing is, is, is something I was taught being raised by women. I always have been raised by wolves. Right, no man wants a woman acting like a man, mm. right. and no woman wants a man acting like a woman. Mm. Okay, speak on it now. You feel me? All right. So I was taught basically right by the women to treat them as such because the bottom line is is this is your future. We can't give birth. Mm. They are the ones that's manufacturing all of that emotion and stuff, and then we treat them with such disrespect at times that they can no longer be that queen to us mm-hmm. because they've been broken by someone else in which they finally find a king because my whole problem growing up is I had a lot of love to give. I just didn't know how to give it. Mm. So that was something I had to learn. And so I'm going to pass this over to Shetty because I know Shetty. Well, I, I want to define something yeah. there because I, I want the audience to know this is this is when we're talking about this, it's it's really about character, right? Yeah, man. It's not about defining gender norms or any of that. It's about character. And and there was something that you said in the conversation when we had our, our, our phone call. Uh you said don't uh, don't be a don't, no, okay. that was that was me. That was me. That was me. <laughs> oh, that's so that was, that was, that was, that was, so we were outside. We were outside having a cigar or whatever, and he's like, you know, don't be a pussy. I said, just eat it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's how you're going to get to know it. Really. Well, I'm going to try and bleep that out. I don't know. Bleep, bleep that out. But. Let's unpack that. What are you really saying here? What, I, what, I, what, I, what I'm really saying is basically it is 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 literally understanding your partner. Because sometimes we want certain things from our queens, and yet we don't know how to reciprocate. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm saying in a nonchalant way is basically is learn how to reciprocate. You want and you desire as she wants and desire. Learn to work with each other to make that happen. And the big thing that I want to put out there is also, okay, just like Terrell said, we are not 
trying to knock any genders and things of that nature. Because no matter who you love, no matter who you want to be with, you can still be bad. Mm -hmm. Be good no matter who you are. Like you said, character. Okay, Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter what sex you are and what sex you like and things of that nature. Do the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, take care of that person. All of that is what what constitutes what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Is it good to be bad or bad to be good? Ooh, you drawing that's you Let let Jet jump in. Like, uh, if you're gonna be bad, be good at. Be good. We were not kidding when we said that we we're gonna be speaking on stuff straight to you. Okay, yes. we're gonna real talk, but we're gonna make sure that we have fun. But you you understand what we're trying to get out. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Chetty, jump in here. I, I oh, yeah. see the wheels turning. Well, some when you two are talking, I'm thinking about manhood and. You can even go, you can even scale it back beyond sexuality and having a partner. Just being a man to its core. If I look at you as a man and respect mm. you in that way, because there's, there's a lot of males I don't consider to be men. Mm. And it's not to do with who they're seeing, they're dealing, how they see the world. Do you honor your word? Mm. And when you cannot honor your word, do you go ahead and make good on that and fix it? I.e., yeah, you're going you're gonna to do whatever you can do for this lady, let's say. Or you're going to, I'm going to be here on this day and I can't make it and I don't let you guys know. It's not the bad thing isn't that I couldn't make it. The bad thing is I didn't make it right with you guys and fix it. Hey, I'm going to be late. I'm not going to be able to make it and fix it because you had to, because if you don't do that, you've just dishonored your word. Mm -hmm. How many times can you do that before someone doesn't trust you? How can you be a rock, a king, a standard bearer, a warrior when no one trusts anything you say? Mm -mm. Hey, we're going to be there tomorrow. You know what I mean? If people don't believe you, they're not going to follow you. If people aren't following you, how are you going to have any kind of influence in this world? So, mm. so does that mean that a woman doesn't have to be of her work? Oh, absolutely. Mm. But we're talking about men right now. So I'm just focusing okay. on, okay. I can only focus on what I can focus on. Okay. And we're going to talk and about, I think, about yeah, yeah, women in just a little bit. Oh, but, I mean, not to be controversial. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Okay, let's, let's jump into it. Since yeah. you take it there, let's address the queens. Like, uh, you know, shifting gears, let's talk about the women in our lives, right? The king. We were talking about doing a king's forum, and the king's forum isn't just for us. It's also to to our queens who are listening, uh, to talk about this new concept of the modern day women, right? Mm-hmm. How have we let's seen modern women evolve in the relationship with men today? Let's well, get I, I, I'm gonna start off real quick right, with one thing. Be, that's gonna get deep. <clears throat> the biggest thing is if you happen to be a real man. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not talking from the sex part, okay? What I mean is if you happen to be a real man, you are not going to be threatened by what the woman is doing as far as bringing her part to the table. You're not going to worry about that. You're not going to let those little petty things get to you. Yeah, that wasn't what I was saying. No, 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 not at all. I understand that. I want to make sure that the audience understands what we're talking about is it's not the fact that you're worried about the modern woman. Mm-hmm. I want a modern woman. Mm-hmm. I want a woman that understands what I'm bringing to the table. I want to see you bring to the table too. Yeah. If you happen to bring a little bit more, I'm fine with that. Sure. Don't be the man that takes advantage of that. Mm-hmm. See, that's, that's when we talk about the modern. And I know we've talked about when we do our tours and whatnot, we're going to be having a tour where it's just for women. No guys allowed. It's where we're talking to the women about what we as men and what we know men want from a woman, but also to make sure that they understand what they should be doing as a woman. So with that, talking about that, um, and we're thinking about the evolution of the modern day women, what do you think women, especially these new modern day women, truly seek in a man today? I've seen some craziness 
on a, on the gram the other day that uh, there's a whole list of places you can't take a woman to on the first date. I saw Cheesecake that and factory, fell the heck out. Factory, right? <laughs> I remember my day, like, you go where I'm, I'm going to take you to here. If I was, I'm going to pay. Mm. That's all you got to do. And, and, and yeah. it's about the experience that we're going to experience together of knowing each other. Mm. Like that that's that's the area I grew up in. Now you can't you can't go to the Cheesecake Factory. You can't go to there's the whole list. Like you know, it's crazy. The, the, in the travels that I've had. Okay, let's just use that for an example. Place you can go, you can't go. What I learned when I was in Australia, I was there for three and a half years. Um, and you go out with the lady to dinner or whatever, and she says, I'm gonna go Dutch. I'm like, what the hell does Dutch mean? She says, I'm gonna pay half go Dutch. or I'm gonna pay it all. I'm like, why? She said, because the men, they seek opportunity at the end of the meal, assuming that I owe you something at the end of the meal. And so I wasn't used to that because I came from the U.S. And so it's intention that you are paying if you're out. And I came back with a whole different concept thinking, well, damn. So going back to what you said earlier, chivalry. We still believe, I'm assuming all the kings here, opening the doors and taking care of our ladies. Mm-hmm. But then you got some ladies that we are we are doing that. You got some ladies today that earns their own keep, they own have their own, and sometimes don't want you to open that door because they have their own. So mm-hmm. going back to the ones that expected and the ones that say, "Hey, I can do it myself," that's where the conflict comes, I believe, and some for some of these men. And some of that is a little bit showmanship esque, and I'll say that for this reason: when I see any of you kings and you're walking through the door. You think I'm not going to open the door for you? Because I honor you, the person. So a lot of times opening it has nothing to do with you being a lesser vessel or the weaker one or any of that dumb stuff. It's just the fact that I honor you and I respect you enough to let you through the door. And if I'm a protector and a provider, sometimes it's, I open that door so I can be like, all clear, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy, but there's a a component of that that is that because we're protecting and we're providing. We're doing a whole bunch of things. And... So you may not, you may think of it as an external act, but it's so much more than that. Yeah, man. But like with anything, it's all about the intent and the mindset behind what you honor right. respect. And, and that's why I was saying that we're going to talk to the women also because of the fact you don't have to come across so hard. You can have your own. Just because I open the door doesn't mean I'm trying to take anything from you. Doesn't mean I think less of you. Right. You know, mm-hmm. these these are all the things like you said. It brings about the conflict, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, man, it doesn't. Because at the end of the day, I, I think. We're on the same team, and if and if and if you're on my team and I'm on your team, we're in we in cooperation with each other. So how are we gonna how are we gonna lift and build each other up? Yeah, I'm not in competition with you. Zeke, you mentioned something earlier, and you stepped away. So what was your point? Which part? When you say not not assume, not assume. Yeah. God. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just me saying that. You know, I I, I just want the audience to know that we don't all necessarily have to be thinking on the same page at the same time. You know, we are individuals. We families to raise. We uh, have, have been through numerous things. It's great to learn more about you, Andre. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and that's why I was reaching for Brett because I love, um, in terms of a modern woman, man, he, he's got an amazing one. His mm-hmm. And his, his perspective uh, would, would be very welcome as well. Yeah. But I, I, I was, it was in jest. But at the same time, don't expect that you're going to get 
on on any of your stages six guys that always agree with each other. Mm. No, you that's know, scary, and that's saying? boring. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, no fun that, that you know that that one wasn't a piece that I disagree with, but uh, there might be something out there that I do disagree with, and, and I, I've got I've got a perspective, and um, you know, but I do know that I'm around gentlemen that I respect. Yeah, and then so to you, Brett, yeah. like I mean, yeah. how have you seen modern women evolve in a relationship with men from your perspective, and what do you think? You know, modern women truly seeking a man today. Uh, I say it. Uh, I manifest in my relationship. To be honest mm. with you, I have a I have a headstrong uh, woman. Um, also known as I want to say the alpha uh, alpha female, right? And so we butted heads a lot mm. because we come from we're in the same business. We're both single children. You know what I mean? Which can mean a lot, right? But we like to share. But uh, we, we, we had butted a lot, but that's just something that, you know, I was raised by a single mother. You know, I seen her work night shifts on the casino boat in Shreveport, Louisiana, just to put mm-hmm. herself through school. You know, things like that I remember, you know, as a kid, that's a single mother. She did everything that she could, you know, to put food up on the table. And I was like, if anything of a woman, I want that right there. In my past, I was really used to fixing broken individuals. You know what I mean? I had a lot of love. You know what I mean? They didn't know how to accept that, you know? So that's when you got the cheating going on and all of that because you're a good person. You know what I mean? It just just intentionally just a, just a good person. And, you know, which which could break an individual, but you run into that one person, like, you know, like what you asked for. And that's what I asked for was my wife. And, um, you know, we just we just made that that happen, man. It was it's a commitment thing. You know what I mean? Like you already know what you're what you're going to going to kind of get. You know what I mean? Like this person's not going to change. Why would you try to change somebody? You know what I mean? Especially if that's what you asked for. You know, Brett, it's uh, funny you say that because I remember asking my grandmother. Yeah. I said, when I get married, I want to find a woman like you. And she paused me. She said, baby. She said, no. Hmm. And I'm like, why? She said, because if you found a woman like me, you wouldn't appreciate her for who she is. Mm. Mm. And I was like, damn, that shattered my wow. girl. <laughs> yeah. So my wife now is, we're two alphas. Okay. And we're learning how to lead mm. separately. Mm. Because my wife is a techie. Mm. I'm not a techie. You can have that and then some lead your way. But when it comes to certain things, we're both still alphas and we don't know how to relinquish Mm. that helm. Mm -hmm. And so that process in three years in making now, we finally come into terms Mm -hmm. to where when we allow each other to lead, when we know it's not in our wheelhouse. Yeah. Because Thomas will come to the house and be like, like he said today, hey, man, I got something else I know your wife will like. I'm like, man, you stay at my house. And let me tell you, too, you, and a lot of individuals, like especially the, the individuals that, that know my wife, she loves to communicate with everyone. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're a tree, you guys will be friends. You know what <laughs> I mean? So it's just, it's just one of those things. Like, a lot of men couldn't take that. You know what I mean? Why are you talking to that person? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing it? And I'm the same individual. Yeah. But we already know. We go out or something. We meet him right back in the middle. It's like, hey, did you meet that person over there? Crazy, right? You know? So. What, what Zodiac sign? Uh, she is a Libra. I'm a, oh, shit. She's a Libra. My, my wife is a Yeah. And so my wife is a Libra. And so it's just that same. Thomas no. Yeah. She would invite everybody to the house for dinner. Yeah. But, and I'm like, babe, she asked me, what do you want to do for your birthday? I said, I just want to relax. She said, why don't we buy some of your friends? I ain't got no friends. Yeah. And I, I just want my solitude with you on this day. 
Okay, but that's just how she is, and, and Tom was fully aware of that. You guys will get a chance. To yeah, yeah. I, I'm the opposite of this conversation because my wife, she is, uh, she's, we both Sagittarius, and she's headstrong too. I, I'm the one that can step back, and uh, she is more of an introvert than I am on the social. So she's like, you go out and do your thing without me. Oh yeah, and then I'll see you wow. when you get home. <laughs> and that's still awesome, though. And you know, just just what you're talking about, Brett, is when my wife and I met. Now, for us, we're 12 years in, okay? And we both, when we first met, our first date was like 14 hours long. We, we talked. We talked. We talked till the sun came up and we were outside, okay? But the thing that I say that for is we talked about the different things that we liked and disliked. We talked about how we like things, how we don't like things. And with that, I found where, yeah, there's going to be a lot of things that you're going to have to compromise on. Mm. And, you know, when you say both alphas, I don't see myself as an alpha. I'm almost like Terrell. Mm. I'll back up a little bit. But when I need to step forward, mm. I do. And what's nice is she's learned if I step forward, then she knows she may need to step back. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's that part that we've learned. Yeah. But once you find that person and, you know, when I look at the modern way and, and women, I'm so grateful for the one that I've, I've finally gotten. You know. I'm going to be going back to manifesting something. Mm. Now, I was previously married for 12 years, and we got divorced, and then I met my wife. Mm. It was at a conference, veterans conference, by the way, in D.C. I'm in the back minding my business, sipping on a little something, something. She walks in the room. I'm trying to figure out who this lady belongs to. Okay, uh-huh. Nobody claimed it. All right, So she walked to the left. I walked to the left about 30 minutes later. I had no clue or what I was going to say to this lady when I walked up to her. All I remember, and there's a photo that she has, that I kneeled down, I put my drink in my left hand, I kneeled down with my right, grabbed her hand, and I said, I submit. Mm. That was on the day we met. (laughs) I never (laughs) know this woman's name, but I knew that the energy drew me to her, and I was done. That was six years ago. Wow. You know, you know, it's crazy, yeah. especially be. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm, I'm the youngest out the bunch, but you know, one of those when you hear from from individuals who are more seasoned, like when you know, you know, you mm-hmm. know. And I thought that was a lie because I was like, I'm never getting married. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. especially seeing these relationships, the mindset. You know, you I see a lot of guys going to dinner now. We went to a nice dinner at Fleming's the other day, but there with the younger individuals that was there is not a good conversation. There was no conversation, really. You know what I mean? So it's just like, what values are you bringing to, you know, to this? You know what I mean? Can we at least uh, stimulate each other mentally? Mm. You know what I mean? Because we already know what what the end goal kind of right. is. You know, yeah. when you're single, yeah. like we about to, we gonna do this. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, yet, 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 and still, though, it's kind of it's kind of boring if that's all you want because that's all it's gonna be. You know what right. I mean? So we got to bring something to. Take it to go. Take it to go. You know, keeping it real, like when things start off with my wife. My wife was one of the realest people I ever. We we I didn't I didn't go seeking my wife. Right. We was both worked at the same place. And we just happened to develop a relationship over time. And people saw us together before we saw each other together. Wow. And she, like, I remember the first the first day we kind of, like, linked up. And, and we went out with friends. We had a nice, good old time. She's like, at first, she's like, so what is this going to be? What, what is this? Mm. And, and I was like, dang. Mm. Already? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, 
And I remember I was I was going to school at the time, so I was like, you know what? I can't. I, I kept it real. I kept it a buck. I said, listen, the most I can see is us being friends with benefits, because like mm. I'm, I'm chasing this, going to school, I'm trying to get this master, mm. I'm doing this, mm. that, and other. And she's like, all right. See now, now when you say the part about all right, we're talking about the modern woman. Because how many women nowadays will talk about the fact or even approach you with the fact, I'm just looking for affirmative benefits. See, that's where we're going to be talking about even more with the modern woman. Yeah, but so <laughs> as we evolved, but then we evolve into something different because as we evolved, I think the, what what grew us is because we kept it real and we was present with each other each yeah. step of the way yeah. of wherever we were at. And yeah, that's the first part of you were friends. Yeah. And, and that's I, the most important piece. I think mm-hmm. we missed that keeping yeah. it real and present, right? Like, because my modern woman now has developed into more of like the woman who t- holds down my household. And mm-hmm. she, if you would have asked her years ago when we first met, if that's what she'd be doing, she'd be like, hell no. Yep. Right. But now that's what she does. And, and I, I, we, we, not to feed into those stereotypes, but we, we, we now are in those roles. Like I, I, I provide, I protect, I, like, and she, she, she makes sure the home front is yeah, on that point. That agreement was built organically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. There wasn't something that was stated and mm-hmm. saying, yeah. no, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. Because a lot of folks do that, right? right. Going into a relationship, mm-hmm. they say, okay, I'm going to be this role and you're going to be this role. Let's get together. And then you start sleeping with each other. And then it's like, oh, now let's manufacture that. Yeah. 77% divorce rate in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? Right. Right. Uh, so, uh, and yeah, that, that thing that is even higher in the military. So, <laughs> my thing is, again, is just, just allowing. My, my wife to be her, which Thomas has witnessed, you guys will witness as well, just allowing her to be her, mm. and she allows me to be me. Yeah. Mm. You know, that is where we have come to understanding is that she's, when we met, and she said, babe, she said, don't ever change. Mm. And I'm like, that's some dangerous words. <laughs> <laughs> However, by her allowing me, I can see beautiful women. You, ladies, I'm tell you, damn, y'all, a lot of y'all is beautiful women. However, my wife is equally as beautiful. And when I know where I sleep at night, I sleep with a peace of mind and knowing that my eyes are full from seeing you guys, but my heart is settled because of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to challenge that don't ever change, though, because yeah. it, it, I, I, there's me and my, my wife both grew in our relationship. So we, we, we've changed, but we've grown together. Yeah, man. The, the core values of what we hold dear to us have not changed, but we as individuals have changed, and that's how we leveled up throughout the years. So uh, when you when people listen, when some women listen to that, they're going to be like, oh, I'm not going to change because this is not who I am. Like, He's not saying, like, don't grow. Correct. That's it right there. He's saying your core values, whatever you deem to be strongly important to you, don't change those. Mm. But the evolution of you as a person of learning and growing needs to. Yeah. And, and, and by your, to your point, because she allowed me and said, don't change. I then modified and tweaked myself mm-hmm. to accommodate what we were trying to do mm-hmm. to evolve. So therefore, she didn't have the tell. Don't do this and don't do that. I stopped doing it on my own. That's it. Because wow. she gave me that open book. Yeah. I'm like, God damn, this don't even seem right. If I think that way, take my ass home. <laughs> I'm good. She allows you to relax. Yeah, man. Look at the respect. 
the intimacy, the communication, the oneness, the vulnerability, the authenticity of the ability for you to see her for who she is, for her to see you for who you are. Yeah, right? That Damn. right there is such a powerful thing because so many of us don't have the opportunity to be who we are. We're not, we're not allowed. Mm. I mean, that's all another statement because a black man in America is not allowed to be who they authentically are exactly. in most bases. Um, but we're not going to go into that whole wow. James Baldwin conversation. That's a, that's a, that's a big combo. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 I can give you a lot. So we're going to put that in another James Baldwin is a great name to throw out. Yeah. And, you know, one thing we were talking about is having these forums, not just for us as men, but as women too. Why why would we encourage these forums like this for women? What, what is your thoughts, Doc, on why we should encourage these the, forums for women? The biggest thing that I see out there, I'm not happy about the way that I see that a lot of men uh, present women, make them out to be how they're supposed to look and things of that nature. What I want to get out there to the women is the fact that we want to make sure that you know from a real king standpoint how you should behave. You don't have to be half naked. Mm-mm. You don't have to act stupid. You don't have to be poor in order to get a real man. And I'm not, again, I'm not talking about the sex part. I'm talking about the fact of someone that sees you for who you are and who you should be and respects you enough for that. You know, I think that they need to hear from men that we don't need to see them naked. Because in a lot of their minds, they're thinking about the fact I need to be out in the club. I need to be wearing, you know, little as I can and so forth. But most men and the real kings, we want to see you fully clothed because I want to know what it looks like after the clothing. I don't want to see it ahead of time. I want to see you being respectful, being classy, but you can also be sexy. Man, I know and, what's and, in and I'm enjoy. It's wrapped. It, I know if I open that wrapper, I got me two arms. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all know why he, he's, he's out see, he's see, there. See, right? Doc, Doc, oh, these are OGs in the group talking. So, me as the younger G, I got a, I got a different perspective on this on why I like it. And it, it's more for me, I, like, I would like to see more women embrace their divine femininity hmm. to merge with my divine masculinity so that we can we can co-create a, a future together. If you showing up to the space masculine and you hmm. and, and and I'm masculine, like what are we co-creating? Hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Femininity is a sexy thing. I can see what you're saying. When? Poof. Well, that's, that's, that's heavy. And I, I just want to say, like, we, we can go all the way back to social media, too, because if you walk down the street right now, you're going to have people's, you know, it's like, what are you feeding yourself? Basically, what I'm trying to say, you know, um, and they just need something to tune into, which is this right here. You know, there are a lot of outlets that can help grow and build relationships. And I believe this is this is one of them. Like it, it really, it really is. But if you, you know, you go feed into like what they, what's the new trend over here, what they doing in the club, uh, I not really trying to show my butt, but this is a move that shows my butt. You know, you know what you're trying to do. You know what I mean? People are not dumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is the human instinct sex sales. We are we already know that, but this is what the younger generation is buying into. And I look also like this is a 15-year-old girl out here, like this is where we're going. Like this is where it's headed to. And it's 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 a sad thing to see, but you know, where are the the women that are really in the space? Where why aren't they out there, you know, reaching out to these young ones? You know, so there could be more things like that. But I do feel like this is a platform to start and help because we really are getting out there in the streets and helping individuals. And I think what you're saying and what we're talking about mm. is allowing people to have someone as a platform yeah. to come to. Yeah. Because sometimes all it takes is a conversation of 
Well, I, I got I got friends. I got a, my phone would ring once or twice a week from females who's friends of mine or past time associates of others who would ask me, I can't find a man today because of whatever reason. Mm. And I'm 35 years old. I want to have a kid. Um, I'm, I've done the dating apps and so forth. I'm like, stop. You're killing me with these dating apps. Mm. Because everybody on the apps is looking for some cookies on Friday. They can't get a cookie on Friday. They're looking for a cookie on Saturday. They get it. So, and I, and I tell people, I say, honestly, I said, let me let me be honest with you, ladies. I say, every all you beautiful women, y'all have cookies, all right? If you ever saw uh, uh, Andres comes heavy with the old food analogy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's good about food. This is the food. You know what I'm saying? This is HCTV, you know? But him downstairs getting something else in cookies. You got an army of cookies, what they do in the cookie show? They licking the, they licking the cream, right? Then they dip the cookie in the middle and soften it up. That's a, that's a good cookie. That's Oreo, right? You can distract them talking about food. You put it in the microwave. It softens up. You pull it, chocolate. I said, even a rich crowd got salt in the butter and licking it. Every woman got a good oh, cookie. Man. You just don't know what type of cookie you got. So, just <laughs> <laughs> let them keep going. Let's see how they, uh, let's see what Let's see how you wrap this one up. Every man, every man has a type of cookie. About to pull out a And so, yeah, man, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. See, that's the Jamaican. And that's, like we, we didn't even bring out that side, but but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap him up here before he goes on a, a, a whole nother tangent. <laughs> Talk about burritos and stuff. And we need downstairs really getting some milk and cookies. <laughs> All right, so look, as we drop in today's session, because I know some of us gotta gotta head out. I want to thank each and every one of you kings for coming on and making this happen. Your honesty, your insights. Um, we're just getting started, ladies and gentlemen. The conversation is a precursor to a worldwide tour, speaking tour that we're gonna bring to hopefully a town near you. Um, and when, when we continue to have these conversations, I want us to continue to push the boundaries, challenge the norms, and inspire and uplift and uh, co-create with each other. Um, let me see. Chetty. Uh-oh. Leave us something to ponder until next time. Look, you've heard a lot of stuff from a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds. Some of the stuff you heard, you're going to be like, yeah, that makes no sense to me. I don't get it. Some of it's not going to resonate. Some stuff you hear is going to be like, that's for me. I need it. Mm. That's all irrelevant if you're not doing one thing. And Brett spoke to this. There was a massive chasm in this world between what we know, and we have so much information today, and what we do. If you know what you know and know what you should be doing, assess yourself and see what are you doing about that. Mm. And find out in some places, yep, I'm doing that, I'm doing that, I'm deficient here, I'm not really doing this part, let me work on that. That's where the growth is. That's how we get better as people. So take some time to assess and reflect and be honest with yourself if you're not going to be honest with anybody else. Mm. Know who you are right. so you can get better and be better. Mm. Believe me. Stay amazing, though, because I love you guys. Mm. Chetty Speaks. Chetty Speaks. That's it for today, y'all. Remember, this space is where brotherhood lives and is paramount and the conversation never ends. Until next time, stay true to yourself and let's keep the dialogue going. Big up, big love. All right, peace, y'all.